Hold on a second. God damn it. No, I'm just saying, for stereotypical jobs in the modern day today, uh, I don't think the Jews made out pretty good. I mean, there's where you start the episode. <laughs> I'm counting. I think the Jews made out pretty good. You know, historically, the Jews have had it pretty good. Economically. Mike Russell. I'm just saying, stereoty- stereotypically speaking, accounting and lawyer jobs Pay pretty well. Well, actually, hang on. Compared to where did lawyers come from? <laughs> you said lawyer. <laughs> I did. It. Wow. Uh, wow. Deflection Go. if I've ever seen it. But you know, on speaking on the note of stereotypes, Steve, could you please once again refresh everyone here on what we can and cannot say this okay, episode? Okay. So the ground rules for us getting through this episode without being terrible people, if we might have already crossed that threshold, I don't know, but um. Well, no, by the end of this episode. By the end of this episode. The the main rule we need to adhere to is don't say or do anything this person that did this song is saying or doing. It's a lot of lyrics here. Eyes cannot become me's. <laughs> don't add the letter Y onto things. Use the letter L appropriately. And how many times? The time- letter L, not the letter R, Mike. How many times can I say the word sucky in a second? Sentence. I just said no. You can't end regular words with a Y. That just seems sucky. Dumb, <laughs> dummy. Hey, that's a Y, Steve. L's are L's and R's are R's. We can't. We can't. We can't do that. Exactly. We're all in agreement. This conversation had a happy ending. And speaking of happy ending, <laughs> welcome to the Song Topsy Report, everyone, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm shaking my damn head, Steve Trollinger. A happy new year, everybody. First episode happy of Happy New Year. New Very- Year, new Song Topsy. <laughs> oh, what are we doing different now? Are we doing something? Are it's we just a new episode. Oh, okay. Just a new episode, Steve. No, we've done a lot of episodes with some questionable content, and we've decided to take a break on that, which is why we're discussing this rap song about an Asian massage parlor. That only gives massages. Mike, you know that's blatantly not true. The song is called Happy Ending. Nick, it's still technically a massage. I don't know what to tell you. You know, I, I figured we'd be debating a lot of points in this episode, but the fine line about where a massage crosses over into illegal activity, I didn't think would be one of them. What do you think an Irish massage would be like? Being clobbered in the <laughs> face with a shillelagh. Oh, my God. It's for those, That's uh, cartoonishly racist. <laughs> You're a piece of shit, Nick. You know? <laughs> we're starting the new year off with cartoonish racism. Uh, and speaking of cartoonish racism, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Uh, we here at the Song Tops Report like to have nuanced conversations about the finer uh, details of songs that we consider to have just missed the mark a little bit for one reason or another. Um, and when we... <laughs> this lady didn't miss her marks, man. She <laughs> Don't spoil the ending. Don't spoil the happy ending, Mike. Because Hobson, the rapper we are discussing today, takes the listener on an audio journey in which he just very, very, uh, in fine detail, describes a sexual escapade he had. 
He's honestly kind of spelled out how I can get it done myself at home, and you as well, listeners. <laughs> like, um, if I if I might if I might it's illegal. Interject. Please please don't. Please. If I might interject. <laughs> no, the Song Toss Report does not condone actually using an Asian massage parlor for sexual activity. Uh, if I might interject, yes, just please. just as a just as a just a palate cleanser uh, for this episode, um, I would like it known to the listening audience before this episode happens that Nick cut out a whole like 10 minutes where I discoursed eloquently on the origins of negative racial stereotypes uh, as pertains to economics in the Western civilization. Uh, it was it was erudite and thoughtful and really made a lot of good points. Now, with that being said, you can you can use that image in your head, even though you won't hear any of it, to paint me as the hero of the piece. And everything else that happens at, at, at this point on is against my own sternly worded uh, warnings. Yes, because um, <laughs> very astute point, Stephen, because this song is just unambiguously and jaw-droppingly, I would go so far as to say, racist. It is shocking. This song came out in 2017. It seems like a relic from like a Happy Madison movie in the late 90s. Glory days. So... And it is important to have a foundation. <laughs> is, is there a is there a foundation for what? Go ahead. Just a, just a, a foundation for yes, the birth of negative racial stereotypes and how they've permeate, permeated American culture, especially, and why songs like this are so devastating to that foundation. I don't know, Nick. If, I, don't, I think it's got. Some, I think it's all in good you're fun. Asking me, everyone's in a real good mood in this song, Nick. I don't. Know. Especially the the masseuse. Who, okay. She just made fifty I'm, bucks. <laughs> no, no, she made like hundred and twenty. Hey, we'll get, we'll dive into that. Um, I'm only gonna play. I think, I think you, dear listener, only need to hear maybe the first ten or seconds or so of this song to understand why we're covering it today. Um, so once again, this is a uh, single from the uh, rapper Hobson, who is an independent rapper. Um, he's, he's carved something of a niche for himself. Like he's, he's, he's been very much like a, an entrepreneur and a self-starter. Mm. Um, and a lot of his music is very personal, which is also, uh, interesting given the context of the song, but here's a little bit of the song, Happy Ending. Know how you doing? I can give you good massage. I can be your everything, you give me 50 bucks. If you know say nothing, I can give you sucky sucky. If you give me more money, I give you the something lucky. I love the drop there. Oh man, you know. <laughs> Now, Steve, um, g- given everything that we discussed earlier, Steve, do you have anything to say about the first few seconds of Happy Ending? Is, is it, is it cultural appropriation if the thing you're appropriating is a horrible, horrible stereotype for, forced on the people that you're technically culturally appropriating? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, there, yeah let's unpack it. Are you that. saying if I opened up a rival Mike Russell massage parlor next to the Asian massage parlor and was offering, you know... I meant the Mike, song. Don't take, <laughs> I meant the song. And Mike, don't take this the wrong way, but I don't think I would go to your massage parlor. Especially since it sounds like you're going to advertise it like a used car dealership. And also... <laughs> Mike Russell's massage parlor. You want hand jobs? <laughs> I got hand jobs. 
Hand jobs, hand jobs for men, hand jobs for women, hand jobs for everyone. I'm crazy. I'm just looking for the line of cultural appropriation, guys. Like, I'm slashing prices left and right. <laughs> he karate chops the air. Ha! Hucha! Kia! Micros is a massage parlor off Interstate 50, right next to the Waffle House. <laughs> right by the Waffle House. Where all dark things happen. <laughs> no, but I what I mean is. Like, is the song, can you, I'm trying to wrap my mind around You're the You're trying to the ask, concept. can I enjoy the song? And no, no, yes, no, 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 you no, can. No, no, I know no. you like it. You were rocking no, along to it. I'm trying to wrap my mind around the, the, the thought of appropriating a negative stereotype from another culture. Well, isn't that just what, like, blackface was at the beginning of the 20th century? Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's exactly yeah. blackface. Yeah. This is essentially, whoa, he's essentially. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. You guys are getting a little crazy right now. I got out. Hudson in this song is essentially rapping in yellow face. Appro- and now, appropriating. And now comes the part of the episode where Mike defends blackface. Mike, <laughs> Mike why don't you go ahead. Yes, uh, I'm like Dr. Phil now. Mike, why don't you go ahead and tell us about it? Listen, I, I'm not. All I'm trying to say is that I think you guys are using cultural appropriation in the wrong context. Cultural appropriation. What is the right context for ne- cultural appropriation? Negative stereotypes. That's that's a car caricaturizing. 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 Yes, you're not. Is appro- that a racist accent you just you're said? Caricaturizing. A- in? <laughs> you're not appropriating. You're caricaturizing. You, that, you, you might actually be right. So because this is just don't say your appropriation is stealing someone's shit, making it your own, and making money off of it, and giving them nothing. Well, guys, let's 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 dive back into the song specifically to see if to see which 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 side of the spectrum it lands on. That's, I'm just saying, as far as I'm concerned, the Asian lady's making the money in this song. Well, we don't know that yet. <laughs> Once again, so, oh well, that sorry. makes it all right. <laughs> that makes it all right now, you know, because she's benefiting from it economically. That's what makes it good and correct. So Marcus Jamal Hobson is an American rapper, record producer, director, and actor from Los Angeles, California. Now. I wasn't overly familiar with Hobson's work prior to this. This song just had made the rounds in my research as a uh, song that seemed worthy of our podcast. But uh, after listening to this, I listened to some of Hobson's other stuff. And uh, here's what I will say about him. He is technically a very good rapper. On a technical level, he is quite good. And he seems very earnest. A lot of his songs seem to be coming from a place of vulnerability. However, he is putting his life in jeopardy with this song. You know, possibly against all better judgment. Yes, he is. Because I know one thing I I noticed about Hobson's work is he's very he's very much on a high horse. He's 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 straight edge, which there's no problem with that necessarily. But he's straight edge. So no, none of that lean. No, no. Yeah, he's no drugs, no alcohol, nothing. And I and I think (laughs) throwing up the straight edge X right now. But a lot of his music seems to be him coming from a place of superiority condemning people who do drink or who do do drugs, which is ironic. Which which is every sober person, every sober person I know. Smug alert. (laughs) This just, this also kind of reeked of hypocrisy because recently Hobson was in the news because he was arrested while in Australia and eventually banned from the country. What? He got permabanned? I, there was a, it's the only terminology we can use now. He, he was perma, blizzard permabanned him. No. Uh, oh, hey, nice, Nick. Uh, no, well, 
because he fucking nerds. <laughs> because he uh, he uh, he allegedly assaulted his pregnant girlfriend. Oh my god! Well, the, now, oh Jesus! Yes, his, uh, uh, and she was Australian, and oh. this. Why you gotta hit the pregnant it's Australian ladies, man? You Why you gotta ba- hit the pregnant Australian <laughs> yeah. ladies? You could be banned from a. Yeah, but that's so refreshing to be able to be banned from a country after abusing your spouse. And to be banned from a country where people went when they were banned from other countries. They were technically they were it's, it was a it was a it was a prison continent. Um it's not that they were banned, it's that that was their jail. <laughs> the whole country. It was the first escape from New York, essentially. They're like, we don't have room for you in the debtor's prison, so we're just going to dump you on this giant desert landmass full of giant snakes and spiders. Uh, and then somehow, like 200 years later, instead of them all dying, they formed a country. I love those Australians. All right, what were you saying, Nick? Oh, what was I saying? Uh, no, so Hobson denies this. He says that there was an argument and that then she said she was assaulted and that it's not true. However... I wasn't there. I don't know. But consider the way he tries to defend himself. He he wrote his the, the album that this song we're talking about came from. Actually, most of the songs from that album are about this incident. And look, if he didn't do it, he's doing a terrible job trying to make himself seem like the good guy. Because he literally wrote a song on this album called All Your Fault, which I listened to, and the one lyric that stood out was, the only reason she ain't dead is because my kid on the way. Well, why are we doing this song that's just going to get us in trouble when we could be talking about the other song? song? Because this gives us a clean conscience to then dig into this song, because I don't think Hobson is a particularly upstanding gentleman. Because that's the other thing. Like, he has, he's getting all of his personal angsty feelings about how his life is turned upside down and he's not going to be able to visit his kid now because he's banned from the country where he's going to be born. And and while in the midst of all this turmoil, the song about, I can't, I can't say the words because you you banned the, this vocabulary in the beginning, but the song about certain activities like involving sucking and whatnot, that song is on the same album. And that song, as we stated earlier, is Happy Ending, which came out on October 13th, 2017, along with an accompanying music video, which I'm very excited about because Mike and Steve have heard the song, but they have not seen the music video. And listeners, if you don't necessarily feel like you're missing out if you're not watching the music video, because the music video essentially just perfectly reenacts what he is describing in the song. I will say it's the kind of music video where you have to sign in to confirm your age. (laughs) And it was banned from YouTube originally because it's basically softcore porn. Banned off YouTube. No, I'm not going to watch softcore porn with you guys. Not again. I told you time and time again I wasn't into it. Steve, the fourth time you said that, you kind of lost all credibility. Come on. I, we all shed a tear during the Hamilton <laughs> blowjob off. <laughs> Where was that? Who's going to come first? <laughs> now, the music video and the song received backlash as it presented Asian women in a racist and sexist manner, portraying no. them, I know, crazy, portraying them as being fetishized, submissive sex objects, which are common negative stereotypes surrounding Asian women, that they are hyper-submissive and hyper-sexualized, which is a stereotype that was is so old that it just once again I was just flabbergasted that in 2017 without a hint of irony Hobson that stuff belongs on a very specific corner of the internet guys I got a question yes and this is fucked up and this question might get me in some trouble but I just I need to know let's all right, let's forget all this shitty stuff about Hobson because he's 
not a great guy with the wife stuff, whatever. So, but according to this song, he's singing about a song that happened in his life, right? He went to an Asian parlor and he got, you know, we'll figure, we'll hear everything that happened there, but all the stuff that happens. and, And like, okay, let's assume this is a true story. Okay, and let's assume that he <laughs> is trying to portray this woman exactly as she was when he was there from his viewpoint. Does that mean his viewpoint is fucked up, stereotypical, and racist, or that he is portraying the exact character of the story of his life exactly as she was? What if he got a another vocalist who was an Asian woman to do the female parts? Oh, was he sending that? Yes. <laughs> Mike, is it dawning on you why this song got accused of such blatant racism? I am so happy Mike had that epiphany live on the podcast. Oh, that's kind of... Ah, this song's great, actually. Oh, no yes, mo- Mike, that is Hobson. That's Hobson. Well... Yes. Mike, I'm just warning you right now. He, Mike left his wallet on the table. Every time he plays devil's advocate, I'm taking a dollar out of his wallet. <laughs> oh, no. It's a fun game. We should have been playing have, that the whole I podcast. I only have a few dollars Well, in there. then you better not make more than one. Hey, there's two, a couple fives in there. Three, four. Oh, oh okay. Mike, were you working last night? <laughs> That's 14. You got 14. You got 14. Uh, Kept the massage parlor open late last night. <laughs> You've got 13. It closes 13. when the Waffle House closes. Nick, where's your wallet? Not on me. <laughs> you mooch. Now, some people have said, and once you once you hear the rest of the song, the song is, I don't want to say it's lighthearted necessarily, but it doesn't seem to be taking, it seems to have a kind of, I was going to say tongue-in-cheek, it, it, it has a light air about it. However, the song was further criticized for making light of a much more serious issue as female sex workers in Asian massage parlors are actually victims of human trafficking and modern-day sex slavery in some cases. Yeah, um, Mike. Oh, it's, it's so fucked, Nick. I mean, you come to this country, and let's say you don't, English isn't your first language, you don't know anyone, you've been brought over, like, overseas through a boat, and then you're just thrown... And then Hobson comes into your massage parlor. And what are you supposed to do? But now here's the thing. If he was just making, like, you could also say, well, you know, it's this isn't real. This is just like a song that someone made up. Like, these aren't real people. Hobson is obviously making this up, right? So in an interview with XXL Meg, uh, they asked him the question, you recently released your music video, Happy Ending, which created a bit of controversy after it was removed from YouTube. What was your response to that? So Hobson replied, quote, well, I know a lot of people, they were looking at the song in the video like, What the hell is this? What is Hobson doing? He's gotta be joking. But I'm not joking. I actually get happy endings. Like, I go to these massage parlors. I don't do it all the time, but when I went to my first one, when I was around 19 years old in my neighborhood, they're just there. And it's not a thing about race or anything. It's just a, a thing that I've done, so I think people probably think I was making the song as a joke, but it's... Literally my reality. It's what I do. So I was literally enacting what was going on in my life. And who are we to deny Hobson's reality? Who are we, Steve? This man, if anything, has revealed that not only is this this thing that people see on television and in movies and referenced all the time as a thing is not a joke. It happens. And I can say I know it definitely happens too. 
you now have $12 in your wallet. What? Uh, what? Oh, God damn it, Steve. Well, before Mike's totally broke, let's get back into the song. Uh, so we're going to start the video. Now, the video gives a little bit of context, which, which I love, because it's framed around Hobson just hanging out with the boys and relating the story to them. So this is how the, the video for the song starts. Yo, the craziest shit went down today, like, mind-blowing. Have you guys ever had a... Asian massage before? No, I've never been. Question, have either of you gentlemen started a conversation like that? I'm just curious. <laughs> Mike? I have not worded a sentence like this before. What's that? Because they're all <laughs> sitting in silence, and like it seems kind of awkward. It's so awkward, you expect one of them to start saying, baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> but instead, he just, I guess, to kill the silence, says, yo, so something crazy happened. Which is how a lot of Mike Russell stories actually start. I will say, if I went to a massage parlor and I got a massage and then some crazy shit went down, I I think that's the only one. That would be the intro of (laughs) of an episode of the podcast. Like the Tisha massage. No. I mean, yes, but like happy ending, Mike. You know what happy ending is. I've heard about it. (laughs) Can't you go to jail for that? You go to prison for that. Yo, so pretty much. He just moves on. This fucking story is crazy. I walked in and she was like, Hello, how you doing? I can give you good massage. I can be your everything. You give me 50 bucks. Uh, Mike has his uh, head in his hands because he's now s- seeing these th- these lyrics coming out of Hobson's mouth. Oh, Hobson. Oh, you poor foolish man. <laughs> if you know say nothing, I can give you sucky sucky. If you give me more money, I give you the sucky So, guys, what's more offensive? I constantly feel like this show is just a game show with that premise. (laughs) (laughs) What's more offensive? Uh, Having Hobson singing, you know, these lyrics in the accent Mm -hmm. or having the backup singers singing in the accent. Hobson. Hobson doing it? Because the other thing is, so many people must have failed Hobson to not tell him this was a bad idea. <laughs> like, he had to, Hobson had to come up with the idea for this. He then had to write down the lyrics for it. He then had to write the offensively stereotypical, like, Asian background music for it. He had to go into the recording studio with it. He had to put it on the album. The album had to be released. There were so many places where someone could have told him this was a bad idea. And they all failed him. So you know what? It's it's not exclusively Hobson's fault, okay? A lot of people let him down. I do like how the likes and dislikes, this is still liked more than it's disliked. On the- Keep in mind, though, this is the re-upload because it was pulled down like the first day after it was released on YouTube, which Hobson was very pissed about. He, uh, <laughs> he, t- he tweeted about it, uh, I, and I found the old tweets that he originally did. Shortly after the video came out, Hobson tweeted, quote, I busted my ass on that happy ending video. I can't believe they removed my shit. Fucked up my whole marketing campaign. And then the next... Busted my load, too. Okay, sorry. <laughs> the next tweet he does is one of my favorite tweets I think I've ever read. I, he said, quote, I ain't seen no nipples in that shit. I wore a dick sock. Wait. Wait. Because apparently YouTube, as we will get to later, uh, pulled it down because of nudity. And Hobson argues there's actually technically not any nudity in it, considering the fact he wore a dick sock. 
Yup, just a normal day on my favorite website, backpage.com. I gotta stop there. He, he starts a song with, yep, just a normal day on my favorite website, backpage.com. Now, do you, either of you know what backpage.com is? So we order prostitutes. Essentially, <laughs> yes. Ding, 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 ding. That's where the ding, ding noise would come in on that game show we were talking about earlier. Um, you were way too ready with that answer. <laughs> I mean, you gotta just use your brain, guys. Yeah, backpage.com was essentially all of the like men seeking women, women seeking men, posts on craigslist that were not appropriate they went to backpage.com and you know what for the sake of research guys i went to backpage.com just to actually see what it looks like and you are greeted with a page letting you know that the department of justice yeah. has pulled it down oh, as of yeah. april 8th <laughs> yeah, 2018. i was gonna say we're uh, you, when you you're, we're saying i'm i went to backpage i was going to interject with wait didn't congress pass a law like last year that got a lot of uh, what is it? Sh- uh, Shasta, Shafta. I forget what it's called, but it's like an acronym or something. But it's it was like a sex trafficking law that has the had the unintended consequence of actually preventing certain people who it's supposed to stop sex trafficking, but in reality, what it hurts are the people who actually make their living in in uh, sex. In as the sex, sex trade as yeah. sex workers because they can't use it takes power away from them because they used a lot of these websites like Backpage and whatnot to like screen their clientele so it's not like traditional prostitution where they're out on the street and they just got to take whoever and the, increasing the chances of them getting the shit kicked out of them or stabbed or something they could control their own if they're in that industry and they're going to be in that industry whether you know for choice or for not they can control their own clientele. Steve, that was a very enlightening tangent on Backpage, but what I, what I think the greater point is, is that Hobson states this is his favorite website. It's not New York Times, it's not Facebook, it's not Reddit, it's Backpage.com, which is now banned by the Department of Justice. <laughs> I mean, he must have been frequenting this site. Well, he's probably got some money, right? Yeah. So... I don't know, man. Well, he actually describes in more detail exactly <laughs> what he was doing on Backpage. I was scrolling through holes, looking for a bitch to fuck. I'm like, that babe, uh-huh. I was just about to call her, then I saw a nap pop up. I'm like, wait, oh my God. You see, I had a really long day, and I just could not turn on an Asian massage. So I called him up, and I said, hello, when is your next lot available? She said, you can come right now. Fuck yeah. R. Kelly, right? I'm stuck in the closet. Sounds just like... Steve, what is the epiphany? It, it does... <laughs> Here's the thing. It sounds. I was gonna say yeah, R. Kelly stuck in the closet, but it sounds more like the Weird Al parody. Oh, stuck in the drive. Stuck in the drive-through. <laughs> like the hook. Like the whole. Like the. It's not even sampled. It's almost practically yeah. the same thing. That's. Oh man, that ruins that for me. <laughs> now every time you listen to Weird Al stuck in the drive-through, you're gonna be. You're gonna thinking. hear the line. I was going through hoes looking for a bitch to fuck. <laughs> oh man. God, there's four minutes left to this. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. a fifth of the way through this song. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, don't, don't yes. go back. Don't rewind. <laughs> no, are you saying? So so he's gone up to the counter. Yes, that's literally what he just said. And they are. <laughs> so, he's yeah. He's, 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 he's there, there's not much metaphor at play in the song. There's no metaphors in this neck. It is like he gets right to it. You know. 
And I respect that in an artist. So if you guys had a choice between 30 minutes and 60, how long would you get the massage well, that for? Do, oh, massage. I'm this saying, sounds like the least, the most unnecessary question to ask in this whole episode. I, I want, Mike, it depends I, on my schedule that day. It's open. It's an open schedule? Yeah. Well, assuming it is um, it is just a massage and I've had a long day and I have been going through um, Backpage looking for a bitch to fuck <laughs> and I just wanted a massage, I'd, I, yeah, I'd probably do an hour. Man, what are you, Sting? <laughs> Please, I don't have musical talent. Uh, I should have asked him that one time I met him. <laughs> Sting, is Backpage.com your favorite website? <laughs> oh my. No, it was, a, it was a cool little moment. I was uh, like, he he had just performed, and and I just watched, and then like I left, and he left at the same time. You know, not performed like that. No, he performed the, a song. Out of the context, he performed music. It's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> and we left at the same time, and so we we're like on the sidewalk, and I was I was like, there's no one else. I was like, oh, I should. It feels really weird to not say hi to Sting. So I was like, Sting, big fan of your music. You did great work in there it was really fun he was, he was like say oh thanks man thank you um <laughs> now i'm just doing this for mike um and and i said and uh we were like walking down the street to the corner and i i we basically got to the corner and i thought that was the end of the conversation so i was like bye sting and he was like he was like bye have a good night and then like he was meeting his wife on the corner and then we proceeded to do that thing where you continue to walk in the same no, direction the even goodbye. yeah you didn't have so i was like i thought that was going to be the end of my sting moment and it then we sort of me and his wife and him just veered and started walking in the same direction so i'm having this existential crisis of oh do i walk slower so i'm i'm not, I'm not next to them the whole time no that looks like i'm stalking and following them should I, I i walk ahead no it looks like i'm trying to run away from sting and his wife oh no how do i play this without looking like a weirdo meanwhile i'm like obviously <laughs> confused you obviously turn around and just walk back in the yeah. opposite direction yeah. there's no other choice you start breathing real heavy i just like, like point <laughs> off in the distance in the other direction and go holy shit what the hell is that and then run away when they look the other direction holy shit it's rocks Run. <laughs> Yo, you met Sting. Yeah. That's dope. I got street cred. <laughs> street. But Steve, when, really, did you, when did you guys meet and have conversations with like big time musicians? Did well, you? I'm really hoping to meet Hobson at some point. I wish I could have seen Sting perform like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who has the time, though? <laughs> Where does he find the endurance? I just don't know. Eastern philosophy. Speaking of Eastern philosophy, let's get back to happy ending. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll take 30. Nah, matter of fact, I'll do an hour. Fuck it. Because I know whatever's about to go on behind those doors, I'm about to love it. She said, you should be thinking about that for you. I do 45. I said, thank you and gave her the money. Then she said... If you're having a conversation with your friend at a bar and then all of a sudden he starts telling a story like this, using character voices how do you handle that situation like the three guys the two guys that are just sitting with him now like you're sitting at a bar with your friend and all of a sudden he starts talking like this telling you a story about his recent sexual uh event mm -hmm. well okay i'm not talking to the wrong person here nick <laughs> yes nick imagine you are talking with a friend of yours and they start 
talking like this and use character voices yes. to describe this particular event. How do you handle that situation? I would handle exactly the way these two friends in this music video are handling it. Where I, I would just I wouldn't say anything. I'd maybe just nod my head along a little bit, and I just make a mental note to not hang out with Hobson again. <clears throat> okay. Because what? Because I don't. I don't <laughs> listen at, at this <laughs> point in Hobson's life. I don't think. The middle of the story is the appropriate time to let him know the the the, uh, the uh, you know the damaging implications of racial stereotypes. Or Mike, do you think it's a good time to do that? I think it's probably the best time to do it. You'd hold your hand up. Stop, hops. Stop, sin. I don't want to hear any more of this racial nonsense. No, you know why this is the perfect moment to do that, Nick? Because in any other time or context, it would seem really out of left field, wouldn't it? Just, hey, how, hey, you getting a Big Mac or are you going to get chicken nuggets? Okay, here's the thing. Don't so don't sound like a racist Asian stereotype, and here's why you shouldn't. In 500 BC... <laughs> what are you... I mean, what are you going to do? What you, uh, you're gonna not release the song Happy Ending. Yeah. You're never gonna write it in the first place. That's what you're but, gonna do. Uh, but you're but you're telling me you're gonna cut him off through his story prematurely and just like tell him you're not. Yes, I would. You're because, done listening. You're you're done because he's about to tell me. First off, I don't understand why. And if the, you I, and if you cut him off prematurely, he saves twenty five dollars. Oh yeah, Thank the, you, Steve. the the fa- yes, Steve. To your point, this whole story is him bra- essentially bragging, or at least feeling open about telling a story about a time he paid for sex. Man, this is a good club sandwich. Yeah, yeah, I really, yeah, the burger's pretty good too. How's uh, how's your how's your sandwich there, uh, Hobson? Okay, so this one time I got jerked off in public, right? <laughs> that very well could have been the preceding thirty seconds of the music video that we didn't now, see. Now. Now I got I gotta say something. I gotta say something. If he told this story from his trip to Amsterdam, would it be less offensive? Same thing. Let's say it was an Asian parlor, but it was legal there. Would it be as so offensive? So does this get are we going back to the thing we were talking about before we started recording? Where is it is it more okay for uh, like Eurocentric white people to make fun of other white Eurocentric white people? Are you saying no? You're saying it's still an Asian massage parlor. First of all, this is a no, he's talking about, he's talking about she like, has a Dutch accent. He's talking about like like Amsterdam, where yeah, this. You know, it's but just you said legal. Asian massage parlor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I thought you were talking about like the thing we were discussing earlier. Mike, Mike, you know, to answer your question, yeah, if, Hobs- if Hobson could do a convincing Chinese Dutch accent. I would let him do it. I just think this gets a lot of taboo because it's illegal. But if it wasn't illegal, it's still racy, but he's also a black man. And, like, I don't know, like, if he can be even be well, racist. Le- le- can black people be racist? Is Mike that- asking the tough questions <laughs> yeah. on the song Tops Report. No, Mike, even legality aside, just as we prove... As the song progresses, it's, it's problematic for other reasons. Okay. Mainly the reasons why I got banned from YouTube. <laughs> I'm like, fuck y'all. It's about to go down right now. I'm so good what I found right now. I'm about to let it all out right now. He means ejaculate, by the way, just in case there was any ambiguity. He's going to ejaculate. I thought he was going to release a lot of pent-up emotional trauma. Or maybe maybe he's just going to use this therapy session. You know, I think my problem started when my mom said she didn't love me. I only get off to emotional orgasms. And then he touched my, my, my grabs his breasts. 
<laughs> Almost like a reflex. Yeah. Every time you say the word emotions, it comes like, from the heart. Yes. <laughs> So I walk back into the massage room, she said, take your clothes off, and then put this robe on. I'm like, okay, no problem. Oh, God, this is about to be so fun. And no one even nips. She left. I got undressed, and then all of a sudden... Yes, th- 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 those are Hobson's nips. I saw some nips. I'm sick and tired of all of this topless male nudity. You know what? Yeah, I'm sick of men being objectified in cinema and television throughout our culture. I want to see an equality of female nudity in this. I, well, <laughs> I have, you will be satisfied. I have, I have uh, before <laughs> in conversations, I have gotten with, 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 uh, with women. Uh, yeah, you've gotten with women. Okay. Um, of uh, like the, the fact that it's such a rarity in, uh, especially in like, uh, 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 like premium cable television, like HBO or Showtime, it's such a rarity to see good peen. Like all you ever see are are tits. All you ever see are tits and 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 maybe a full body, full na- <laughs> full, full nudity shot. But you, you never see like on Rome. You never see dongs. On Game of Thrones, you never see dongs all over the place. You now, see Hodor's. Now, now Spartacus on Stars, there were dongs all over that thing, which I thought was very brave of them. Steve rewound it several so times. So brave, so brave. But there is a definite discrepancy in terms of premium cable no, that, television that between, between peen and... It is, it and, is a double it, standard. Yeah. You're, you're right. We should do our duties as male performers to get out there and show off some peen. Well, you write that script, and we'll see who shows up. You know, I've always hey guys, Mike has a solo show <laughs> down in Theater Row. Let's go see it. I wonder what's going to be. Puppetry of the Penis too. Yes, the comeback, right? <laughs> <Is> that- <laughs> or uh, when you don't get it serviced too often, the Blue Man Group. <laughs> oh no! But yes. <laughs> And the Asian girl walked through the door She said, hello, how are you? I am Mooney, that's what you can call me And I give you lovely Asian massage I've been waiting for this all day I just have a question Would the, would the masseuse refer to it herself as an Asian massage? I mean, if she's just humoring the customer Which like they if, probably have yeah, to do often. So if she's just playing the part or getting into the act Then yeah, I could see that But Well, if... If I were to believe that an Irish man or woman owned an Irish establishment for drinking, they do say, welcome to this Irish pub. That's true. That's true. No, they don't. Hell yeah, they do. Every Irish pub. Whenever you walk into an Irish pub, the bartender goes, welcome to me Irish pub. Yeah. They're always so welcoming. That's what I love about Irish pubs. And they always say that exact same line, welcome to me Irish pub. It's great. It's a beautiful thing. So yes, Mike, you're 100% right. This is exactly what every Asian massage parlor will do. There will be some lady whose name was... What was her name? Well, she just told me what I could call her. I don't know what her real name is. Muli. Muli. But see, Hobson's telling a story. We have characters. We have names. It's, 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 I mean, I'm on the edge of my seat. I really want to know what happens next. <laughs> God damn it, I positioned myself on the table and put my face down in the circular cushion. Then she started massaging my back. I knew something was up with the way she was looking. Then she slid her tiny little fingertips down my spine right over my butt. Crack. She was massaging my booty, then dove in my thighs and start touching my nut. Suck. Fuck. 
Now, now, guys, Fuck I know <laughs> I can tell by the look in your eyes what you're going to ask me. And yes, I did research to see if any other song rhymed the word butt crack with nutsack. And to my knowledge, Hobson is the only one who has done it. What a lyrical genius. The new you? Bill Shakespeare, I say. I know, right? Nutsack and butt crack. Who would have thought? Because they're so close together. Both in rhyming and anatomically. <laughs> oh, shit. Hobson's like, it was right under my nose this whole time. <laughs> I mean, quite a ways down, but under my nose. You two are entirely too pleased with yourselves <laughs> right now. I'm just trying to get to Hobson's level. <laughs> Almost as pleased as he's with Mooley right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well... Uh, stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. And I put a little bitty swear in my hip to let her know I like it. Something was about to go down. You could see it a mile away. You don't have to be psychic. She said, You want something? I said, Yes, I do. She said, You a big strong man. I really like you. I said, I like you too. And she said, You want a hand? Suck it. Fuck it. Tell me right <laughs> now because I need to know. I said, Oh man, this is the part in the video game with the, at, towards the end with the final choice that determines what secret ending you get. Ha! <laughs> Know what happy ending you get. <laughs> because, yes, in the video, she is stripped naked. She's holding two jars, one with stereotypical Asian font, I guess, that says sucky. I'm sorry, Steve. I have to break the rules to describe what's actually happening. And the other that says fucky. Now, people point to this part of the video to say that it's lighthearted. It's tongue in cheek. Come on. Why is everyone getting all bent out of shape? They point to this part right here. <laughs> they pause the screenshot. They show it to all their friends and family. Look, look. What I would say, though, is, what is the joke? And I don't mean that in an outraged way. I just mean literally, where, where, what is the joke? What, what, like, he's not, he doesn't seem to have the awareness to be making fun of himself. He's not, and he doesn't seem to have a sense of irony about the very offensive Asian accents that he is adopting. And I have to say Asian accents, because I don't know if it's Chinese or Japanese. He just says Asian. Because he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. And I'm going to assume most people getting these massages probably also don't know. Well, that guy you spoke with, did he ever specify? Oh, fuck. No, he doesn't know. <laughs> doesn't. He didn't go into the detailed so, nuances. You're of the asking culture. what the joke here is. Hobson's the joke, man. He doesn't seem to think he is, This though. guy's a big fucking joke. Look, <laughs> He looks so happy with himself, though. No, because he's... I mean, well... He's got a naked woman in front of him with two jars of money. That's a sucky and fucky. That's, you know, that's not a bad place, not a bad situation to be in, in the grand scheme of things that could happen. He thinks that's hilarious. He does. Yes. Because that's not what happened. I don't know. I, yeah, have you? I, I don't, I've never been to this. I don't know how the process works. I don't know if jars was sucky and fucky on them. Field trip. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do a autopsy investigation into... <laughs> Just remember, Mike, if they pass that law in New York that they passed in California this week, uh, we can't bail you out with money anymore. <laughs> they stopped bailing out people with money? In California, yeah. It's only in sucky and fucky Well, now. luckily I live in New Jersey, Steve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're being punished enough already. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Everyone hates Jersey. It's the sixth borough. Come on. <laughs> Don't. That, that's, the, that's their motto. New Jersey, it's the sixth borough, comma. Come on. New Jersey, we have an inferiority complex, right? 
<laughs> yeah, right? Even they're not certain about it. So, but I don't know. To confirm what's funny, Nick, uh, wait, who says... <laughs> is this whole thing supposed to be funny? or Is that what you're saying? Or are you... People say that, no, this isn't horribly offensive, actually, because it's tongue-in-cheek, it's lighthearted, like, it's obviously a joke, don't get all butthurt over it. As Mike struggles to come up with a butthurt joke, yes. before our very eyes, the wheels are... That's not are, one of the two jar yeah. options, Mike. The wheels you are cranking. You can't go there, you can't. <laughs> no, it's sucky and fucky, no <laughs> butt play. No butt play. E. Oh... What did I say? What? What were the rules? <laughs> I, trying to rules of three is comedy. That's what we're talking. about. That's why this isn't funny because she only has two jars. She only has the, the third jar. There should be a third one right on the. And her, you know, there should be a third jar that says "respect me as a person." Yes, thank. Sucky, thank Sucky, you. respect me as a person. Is <laughs> yes, and that jar should be filled with the most money. It's all quarters. <laughs> to represent the 25 cents less an hour that women make still to this very day. Wow. What a what a progressive anthem happy ending actually is. <sighs> Let's keep going. <laughs> Hobson's thoughts exactly. I have all three of those. Then I thought, ooh, she a little freaky hoe. She said, I give it to you for cheap. You give me $125. I said, okay. Low-key, I was feeling kind of awkward She jacked me off and gave me my top first I stayed quiet as I watched her My dick had a strong posture She said, you better big like a monster She got... Wow, so in the span of a single verse, he's called himself big and strong, hmm. talked about his big dick. Yeah, yeah. Had a strong posture. Had a strong... This certainly doesn't sound like any sort of self-aggrandizement of any oh, kind. Oh, certainly not. Yes, he's saying the woman... He paid to have sex with, <laughs> complimented his dick. <laughs> that is kind of funny when he. <laughs> See, it is funny. He is a joke. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus the Christ. The woman I paid to have sex with told me I had a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he paid first, like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you pay after. It's just simple economics. Well, Steve, next time you go with Hobson, okay, and you make sure he doesn't get screwed over by this, by these manipulative sex workers. How? You know, there's not enough media shining the light on these poor uh, men. Uh, these poor men getting swindled, <laughs> swindled by the Asian massage. I can't. I can't. Where's Elliot Ness when you need him? She said, you better big like a monster. She got naked than I humped her. I'm loving this little tiny Asian booty. I swear, this kill is the best. I'm building a sweat. I'm killing it. Yes, I pulled out a spill of the breast. Everything was just fine. What? Confetti? <laughs> I wish my dick did that. Ah, <laughs> uh, that would have hurt so much. <sighs> yes, a con- for, for the listeners, a confetti cannon just shot out of Hobson's dick. Which, yes, Mike, sounds very painful. And that's pretty much it for new lyrics. He has a little spoken word tangent at the end where he's where he says, um, "Hey, no shame in the game, buddy. 
If you're looking for me, you know where to find me at an Asian massage parlor. Because when the time gets tough, a happy ending is necessary. <laughs> oh yeah, strap up kids, it's important. <laughs> Which is... Oh! As long as there's a message at the end. You know what, that's all we ask for here strap on the Song Topsy Report. up kids. This man is anti-drugs, this man is anti-booze, and this man stands for safe sex. How can you guys possibly paint this man as a villain? You now have $10 in your wallet. <laughs> Be careful, because you're just down to the two fives, and I don't make change. Yeah, so that is that is a Hobson's happy ending. Steven is staring into the abyss, I see. It's the only safe place anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the song I, I always found that this podcast was a very safe space, Steve. In that it's recorded for everyone to hear until the end of time. I just I don't know why he made this song, Nick. Yeah, it didn't really seem like a good idea in any way, shape, or form. Like he, listen, he had <laughs> he had to get it off his chest. And onto her. It's not well, that <laughs> it's not it's not that big. <laughs> But yes, Mike, he specifically, yeah, he's, it's, he's so fucking gross. He specifically describes where he finished on her. Like, ugh. I'll, I'll let you guys know. I know a lot of graphic people. Who like often, artists, cartoonists? Often, uh, just people, just people, like, not just. Uh, we'll do, go into great detail great on stories. sharers. Sharers, yeah. if you will. Yeah. At, you know, sometimes... Perhaps people he's genetically related to. No, not even my brothers per se. But have you, uh, have you ever? Do you remember when things first started happening in your life? Would you ever? Such as? Oh, just like on the sexual side. I of was going to say now you're being coy. <laughs> you're deciding now you're going to be coy. It took like eighty episodes, but. But uh, where people would, you know, they, they get a little excited and they share way mm-hmm. so much info yes. about. You know, what went down. Like, I remember the first time. Oh, maybe I shouldn't even say this now. I don't know. I jizzed in someone's eye, right? <laughs> and I felt really bad about it, so I had to tell everyone about it. And then Sharfan, she told everyone about it. Well, Mike, everybody already <laughs> knew they were at that same church service. <laughs> oh, my God, no. No, well, I, I don't know. I, I, well, after the pastor banned dancing in town, they've got to do something. <laughs> Ban dancing, will you? <laughs> ah! Oh my! But no, Mike. I, 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 like, I know people who've shared similar stories to that. You but... just, you don't know what to do. Well, if you have a certain closeness with friends, and you don't think they would, but that, I guess that's different. That's not you having sex with a stranger you paid for sex, like. Right, no, yeah, no. This was, this was... I'm saying there, there's some nuances to your eye story that are not present in Hobson's just blatantly racist and terrible song. So rest assured, Mike, you're okay. No, I don't think so, Nick. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> you're thinking about how you just shared that with in a public forum with thousands of people? I think sex bloopers are okay. You know, they happen. From time to time, <laughs> something. I'm not trying to shame you. <laughs> you are sex blooper shaming me, Steve, and I don't. Sex blooper sh- shamer. <laughs> sex blooper shamer. God. And I thought it would be safe to discuss Hobson. 
Apparently not. Steve is back in the abyss. Um, in case anyone's wondering, after the past, how, I don't know how many episodes we've had so far, when I'm silent for a long time, that's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> just not blinking, just glassy-eyed, just staring Nothing and everything. I need my time. moments. I need my moments staring into the blackness. Well, speaking of, speaking of moments, if you have a moment, guys, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if you have not done so already. We really appreciate it. Uh, follow us on social media. You can find us at The Song Topsy Report on Twitter and Instagram. Also, check out Dapper Devil Productions. It is our parent production company. New Just logo. Do, new logo. Yes, new logo. It's, yeah. it's, it's exciting stuff, so you can check that out as well. And you may follow me personally on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Nick Brigadier and Mr. Mike Russell. Uh, yeah, you can find me at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR or on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR.dot. And yeah, like Nick said, please, 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 please send your your feedback, your your song suggestions for our listener submitted episodes. Like us at the Sontopsy Report on Instagram. We are trying to boost our numbers and uh, also and our compelling content as well. <laughs> yes, we will give you a reason to follow us. <laughs> we'll give you a reason. We'll give you a shout out. Um, and also, uh, why don't you let us know what what <laughs> sex blooper? No, no. Uh, oh, listen! If you got a great sex blooper? Send it in, please. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> along with your full but, name. But if you could choose. Anything that could come out of your genitalia, whether it's confetti, t-shirts, lava. Or a human baby. Or a human baby. <laughs> what would you do? Oh, my God. What about the people who love fur babies? I wish I could have a dog. That'd be pretty weird. Uh, Steve, where can we find you? <laughs> In a hell of my own making. Oh, you mean Twitter? Uh... Oh, why you put those images in my brain? Oh. I feel like I feel like Oedipus. I just want to rip my eyes out of my fucking head. Oh my god. Well, I guess uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram. Your man Trollo. Until I get sick of it and make all my accounts private. <laughs> that could be any day, guys. So please get in there while you can. And uh, that is it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We're very excited about the new year. We have plenty of other great content lined up, so don't go anywhere. Um, but seriously, guys, thank you very much for listening. I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm hoping I can still watch Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably back now, Steve. And we will see you next week. Take care. Oh, by the way, I mean, just because someone's... <laughs> I, don't, I shouldn't have said bodies. Um You wish <laughs> you wanted to. You want people to tell us if they wish they could birth animals from their human genitalia. <laughs> that is what you just said. And I'll tell you what: there's a lot of girls who would do it. I just know it. <laughs>